Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, you're the CEO of your life. Well, I've got two emails that I'm going to go through with you today. The first one is just a quick update to the email newsletter that I did recently called Free at Last. That actual email that I got from the woman whose email I answered in the video newsletter, that came in about six, seven months ago. And so when I published that video last week, she obviously we sent her an email letting her know that we had discussed it in a video newsletter. And so she sent back an update so you can actually see what she's been up to in the past basically six months since she wrote that. And then I got another real quick success story from a guy who's only been following me for about two months. And he has a really great, short, sweet, to the point success story of how he got to spend the evening last night with the first woman who he considers to be a woman that until he found my work was somebody that he would have considered way out of his league and just not possible. So obviously he's pretty elated. And some of the other things that we're going to talk about because it's all kind of in the same context of the woman whose email we discussed last week called Free at Last where she's right in the middle of completely redesigning her life and focusing on her career, her mission, her purpose, taking care of her body. And most of the people that come to me, I say about probably 90% of them, they're they usually found out about me because a relationship ended or they got fired from their job or they've just gone through some major changes in their life or maybe things have been going pretty good but they got to a point in their life where I've been many times in my life where their career or their business, they just don't feel like they have the same internal enthusiasm about it that they once had. So we're going to discuss these two quick emails and then we're going to go through, through some things that all of us, everybody watching this, some core key disciplines that are things that if you want to reach your full potential in life, they're things you have to constantly be focusing on because those little actions that you take on a daily basis, those little small daily goals, those little things that you're accomplishing day in and day out, those are going to be what determine where you end up 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. So I have a quote that I wrote in this topic and I'm going to go through these couple of success stories and then we'll go, we'll go through several items that I, I want to discuss because both these emails are people that are in situations where they're basically remaking their life and that is something that all of us are going to do because Everybody that's watching this video at some point in their life is going to be working in a job or in a business and they're going to realize this just ain't doing it for me anymore. Or maybe a relationship, you've just it's run its course, or maybe you've come to the realization it's just not a healthy relationship and you want to get out of it. Or you decided that you're making good money where you're at, but maybe the people you're working for are kind of at this point in your career getting in the way of you taking that next step in your growth. So the quote that I wrote says, success or failure begins and ends with the person you see in the mirror every day. Reaching your full potential and accomplishing your grandest goals and dreams is the result of continually applying yourself to learn new things, improving your skills, developing your natural talents and interests, and moving towards becoming involved in things you love doing, are curious about, interested in, or fascinated by. 
Even if your current job sucks or is a means to an end, you should be executing a side plan to improve your value, develop new skills, educate yourself, and enhance what you're already good at. The more value you can add by taking action to become a person of higher value, knowledge, and skill, the more you can earn an income. Always focus on getting better. It should be a lifelong pursuit and self-discipline. I mean, even if you're working in a restaurant flipping burgers for a living, or maybe you're in an entry-level job, or maybe you're working at a fast food restaurant, at the end of the day, if you're working in a job and you're, you haven't decided ahead of time that you want to become the CEO or you want to become a franchisee, in other words, become the CEO or maybe the owner of that company, you need to have a plan on the side that you're working to improve your skills, to get better at something so you can become a more valuable potential employee or maybe entrepreneur if you decide you want to have your own business someday and develop those skills because way too many people in our society get into the mindset of just earning a paycheck, earning a living and they're not really focused on developing their skills or educating themselves or maybe going back to college and getting a degree if it's required to do something that they really want to do. And then they just become stagnant their whole life. And at the end of the day, making money, just like I shared in this quote, in any, whether you're an employee or an entrepreneur, is all based upon your ability to add value to other people's lives. So the more skills you develop, the more you learn, obviously the more your income earning potential is going to increase as well. So let's go through these quick emails and then we'll go through the bullet point list and then some of the success quotes from people like Warren Buffett who is at this point in our human history, he's the most successful investor in history right now. I think he's the second, third richest man in the world at this point. So this first email is the update from the woman whose email I discussed in free at last. So keep in mind, when she first sent that email, it was probably six, seven, eight months ago, and it was before she had moved away. So in between the time she sent that email and then we covered it in last week's video newsletter, obviously a lot has transpired. And I love seeing people doing well. I love seeing people living for themselves and making major changes in their lives, changes that please them, that make them happy. Because really success, when you think about it, it's really being able to spend your life in your own way. And as someone who gets to do that every day, it's something I don't take for granted. When I was younger and I was in that in that place, when I first got there, I tended to take it for granted. But when you have to go back into the working world like I did and eat some crow and decide to sleep on my dad's couch for 10 months and – or I should say wait tables for 10 months at a crappy restaurant so I, so I didn't get a job that would interfere in my coaching practice that I was, I was building. I was willing to suffer for this business because I love it and every company I've ever built, every business idea that I've ever had, it's like that. If you ha- even if you have a career and you work for other people, you got to bide your time. You're going to, at some point in your life, have to work jobs that are not what you really want to do. The key is not to get stuck there 
and start telling yourself a story, well, I got to pay the bills. You all, if you're, it's not your dream job to take the company over or become the CEO or become a franchisee, you got to have an exit plan. It's essential. If you want to reach your full potential in life, you have to have a plan that you're executing on the side. It may be 5, 10, 15, 20 year plan, but you got to be moving towards what you want because if you don't, eventually you're going to lose hope and you're going to give up and then you got one foot in the grave and there's just way too many people in life to get to that point and they just give up. So let's go through email. She says, hi, Corey. I've been home in Australia now since March and it's been a hard road emotionally but I'm finally at a point in my life now that I can say I'm really happy. It took six months. Well, remember, being happy and being successful really is the result of making progress. And so what do you see? She's making a lot of tremendous progress. She says, I had a breakdown when I got home and I was on antidepressants for a few months. And now I don't try to stop or block my feelings. I'm just biding my time until the love I had for my ex ebbs away. I am in control of my heart. I read a statistic, I think it was about six months ago. It said the average person who comes out of like a long-term relationship, one that's lasted many years, the average person takes about a year and a half before they really completely get over it where that charge is gone. So that's just something to keep in mind. And the sooner that you can understand or figure out what it is that you want in a future relationship and do the work on yourself and vibrationally align yourself in your life with the kind of person that you want to attract, in other words, by becoming the kind of person you want to attract, you ready yourself for someone way better. Now, some people are ready within a few weeks or a few months of finding my work. Other people might be a year and a half to two years of just dating because they don't really know what they want because they've never really had the ability to have choice in their personal lives. Because if you don't feel like you have choice, then you, you kind of feel like you're just stuck with what you can get. And that's not what this is about. That's not what peak performance is about. Peak performance is about you getting up every day and looking in the mirror and being satisfied with the quality of the life that you're living, the quality of the people that are in your life, and the quality of the experiences that you're getting to have. I'm surrounded by family that love and support me and I'm continuing with my passion as an artist. I'm single but not looking. I want one day to meet a genuine man so I keep watching her videos so I can learn what that in fact looks like, lol. I will never be in that kind of relationship again. I tell everyone how being able to watch your channel has changed my life. Well, I really appreciate the fact that you honor me with your referrals and telling other people about how my work has helped you. I left a bad relationship after 13 years of abuse. I went to New Zealand for a change. I got into film school and then I went straight back into another bad relationship. Well, if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll continue to get what you've always got. And if you're continually attracting the same kind of people, then obviously you have to be honest with yourself and realize that your plan that you're employing for meeting new people is not a very good one. And that's where a book like mine comes along, whether you're a man or a woman. So you can understand the ebb and flow of how a healthy relationship, somebody that has their shit together, is going to act naturally. So you can weed out the bad ones. 
because the beauty of what I teach, it really brings out the worst and the worst people really fast before you get too emotionally attached so you can ditch them and move on to the next person. And the reality is when you've had two relationships like this, the universe will probably continue to bring people that were just like two of your previous exes. The key is to learn the book well enough and to recognize why you've made certain decisions to choose certain types of men in your life. So next time you spot a dude comes along into your life before you go Google Gaga over him, you notice those patterns and then you can hit the delete button or the eject button if you will. Eject, deject, deject. He wasn't as bad as the first one which is why I tolerated it so much. This is my lesson. I will never settle again. I think that is awesome. Good for you. I'm so proud of you. A few weeks back, my ex contacted me saying he misses me and wants to keep in contact. I told him to fuck off. LOL. That's fucking great. The work you are doing is far beyond what you realize. You are totally serving a higher purpose and I will be extremely grateful to you for putting your work out there. God bless you, Corey. I thank you so much. Well, thanks for sharing and I'm really happy for you. And I look forward as the years come by to see what you create with your own life. Because the cool thing is now you're surrounded by people who love you and support you. And so you get in that vibe of what it's like to be in, around healthy people that have a healthy love for you, that really just care about you for who you are, not what you can offer them, what you can do for them, that kind of thing. And so you put, set yourself up in a much healthier vibe than where you were the last time around. And I like how you told that dude, no, I'm not going to heat up leftovers. I'm not going back down that path again. Fuck off. That was beautiful. Sometimes you just have to do that. Sometimes certain people are just toxic and you shouldn't feel bad about hitting the delete button. So let's go through the second email. This is a really just a short quick thank you from a guy who had a really great simple success. And my, if you've heard my story before, you remember that in my 20s, my problem was not getting dates or phone numbers. My problem was getting past the second or third date. So I always felt like I was missing out and I'd never dated the, the kind of quality of woman that I felt I really deserved. Somebody that really pushed all my buttons emotionally, mentally, spiritually and in addition to physically obviously. So he says, hey Corey, this email is simply to state thank you. The information that you teach and the videos that you put together 100% work. It is incredible and life-changing. I found your work this past June and began applying your techniques. I've met dozens of women and practiced what you teach. The past night, I slept with an incredible girl who in my previous life would have been way out of my league. Dude, it is your birthright to be with women who you consider way out of your league. Because at the end of the day, way out of your league is just the story that you tell yourself. I mean, it makes no sense to date if you're not going to be with somebody that totally knocks your fucking socks off. I mean, think about it. And not only do they knock your socks off physically, but you feel like you connect with them spiritually as well, mentally and emotionally. They're just kind of easy and effortless to be with. She couldn't wait for our third date and had me come over to her place the night prior. Drop dead gorgeous body. 
and it all started halfway through our first date when I told her, you need to kiss me now. Sound familiar? I think I've heard that line somewhere. I think there was a book out there somewhere called How to Be a 3% Man where the dude that wrote that book put that in there. I still have a lot to learn and I continue to practice. Watch your videos and read your book. I made mistakes but I've learned from them and I continue to get better. Thank you so much, Corey. Your work has changed my life. Thanks for the great success story and I'm happy because I'm happy for you because when that happens, when you have an experience like that and you wake up the next day and you're thinking, I absolutely was with the hottest, sexiest woman on the planet that I've ever been with in my entire life. So that's something where it goes from being a fantasy and fantasizing about it, which is the only thing that most men are going to experience in their life. So you've just gotten to experience what 97, 98% of men in this world will never get to know. They'll never know what it's like. The rest of their lives, they'll be dreaming about the actual kind of experience that you got to experience firsthand yourself. And that's awesome. But that's the way it's supposed to be. So here's some things that I wanted to go over that are really important that all of us should be thinking about ourselves personally. The first one is you are a brand. So if you think, well, what is a brand? Well, people think brand, they think logo, like they think the Nike swoosh. A brand is more than just the logo. It's what do you communicate? What does your icon, if you will, what is the outcome? What is the purpose of your business? What does it exist to do? You look at like an Apple computer or an Apple. They make really great technology products that make people's lives easier. You look at a company like Tesla Motors. They want to make sustainable electric cars something that we have now so we can get off fossil fuels. The whole entire company is focused around that. SpaceX focused on affordable, reusable space flight. I mean, they're going to get to the point in the next few years where rockets are going to be like airplanes. I mean, you think about it, we're going to be launching rockets into space and recover them just about the whole entire system and reusing it. And the only real cost or expense is going to be the fuel and the labor and some parts here and there. That's pretty fucking amazing. We'll literally be able to build big giant spaceships and our space and send them to other planets. It's just the possibilities are amazing. And I love looking at companies like that. But you got to think of yourself as a brand. You're, you're a company, if you will. Just like the title of the video. You're the CEO of your life. So who are you? What are you about? What are the skills, the gifts, and talents that you have that are innate and unique to you? And what are you doing to develop them in such a way that people will pay you and compensate you for them? You've got to think of that in terms of everything that you're doing. A job is not something that you have to just simply pay the bills. A job is something that compensates you based upon your skills and the value that you can add to other people's lives. And your ability to earn money and add value to other people's lives is going to be based upon how much you learn and how much you practice at the things that you learn and the skills that you develop. That's what people pay for. The second one is you must be able to market yourself and your skills personally 
and professionally. I mean, think about it. One of the most important things that you can learn to do in life is be able to sell yourself, to convince people why they should hire you, why they should date you, why they should be your friend by being an awesome human being. It really boils down to this simple focusing on becoming a person of value. The more successful you become, the more in shape you become, the healthier you become, the more of a leader you become, more, the more people are going to want to hang out with you, get to know you, spend time with you, hire you, pay you to do things for them, date them. It's all a direct result of becoming a person of value. If you think that somebody else owes you a living or somebody should pay you or give you money for doing something just because you exist, you completely lose all power and ability to take care of yourself, to be totally self-reliant. And when you're 100% self-reliant, obviously you can make your schedule and come and go as you please. In other words, how do you become the LeBron James of your life? How do you become as good as LeBron James at whatever it is that you do? Maybe you flip burgers for a living, but you've always wanted to be an artist. Maybe you're a painter. Maybe you like to draw. Maybe you make sculptures. The idea is repetition is the mother of skill. Excellence is not a singular act. It's a habit. You are what you do repeatedly. Even if you're working a job right now, which is not ultimately where you want to be, what is your plan? What are you working on on the side to get better? What skills are you seeking to acquire and learn? What interests are you exploring? How are you trying to get better so you can personally add more value to people's lives? Next, how to get any job you want. Now on my, my website version of this particular article, I'll have the, the three different articles that comprise that. How to get any job you want, how to ensure your resume gets you, gets, gets you hired over other people, and also how to get a job, a good job, in a bad economy. At the end of the day, it's what you say. Remember, I talk about this in my book. Whoever is asking the questions in any conversation is the person that is in control of that conversation. And I teach you how to come to present yourself from a place of abundance and present yourself just like somebody like a LeBron James or a Dwayne Wade or a Kevin Durant or Steph Curry. Somebody like that would present themselves when it's time for a new contract. Because those guys, the guys that are the best in the world at what they do are having very different conversations with their agents and the owners and the coaches of the teams they potentially play for than somebody who's a rookie right out of college. Maybe they got drafted, maybe they didn't, who's just trying to make a roster. The reason those people can't negotiate for the big deals is because they don't have a proven track record of being able to make it. They have not demonstrated their value to in essence play like in the NBA. Something that everybody should get to know, how to win friends and influence people. One of the most important pieces of work that everybody should know. These are basic people skills 
that everybody should know. One of the best skills that you can have is the ability to strike up conversations with people anywhere. Cause them to want to befriend you, to hang out with you, to invite you to join them, to hire you, to invest in your company, to date you, just to have a fun conversation with you, even if it's on a plane somewhere. That was one, one thing that I did when I was really young is I learned to develop those skills. I learned to develop people skills and I spent my time in a lot of cu- customer service kind of jobs where I had to interact with people of all shapes and sizes and deal with people that weren't happy in order to make them happy so they got the product or service that they wanted. Like I was talking about earlier, most jobs are stepping stones that, unless, of course, you want to become the CEO of the company. So whatever job you're working right now, if your plan is not to become the CEO of that company, you need to be thinking, what is your next move after this company? I advocate for lining up a new job before you leave your current job. But you got to be thinking, what is your long-term overall plan, 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road? Where are you right now and where do you want to be a decade or two down the road? Live like a college student. Economy means living within your means. That's something most of the world's politicians seem to be incapable of and totally incompetent at doing. They always need more taxes, more spending. It's never enough and it never will be enough. Definitely something to think about. What skills are you personally perfecting in your life? Like I said, at the job you're working at right now, you have no desire to ever become the CEO or the owner or or a, a high level management person there. What skills are you developing so you can either make a lateral move in the company or go move on to another company when your skills are ready and perfected and then you can get a job doing something else or something similar? Moving towards what you love, are curious about, interested in, fascinated by and looking at how others are monetizing their gifts, skills and talents in the industry. In other words, the most successful ones. Model their success and get the same or similar results with your own unique footprint or go to work for them if you can. In other words, as you move into the things that you love, that you're developing skills for, that you're getting better at, who's making the most money in the industry and what are they doing to make that money? If you see somebody that's got the most successful business, then you want to use the skills that I teach and how to get any job you want. So you can get a job and go work for that person because they've made all the expensive mistakes. They've done all the fucking up. They perfected their business model by going to work for them. You learn how to do things properly. Plus you learn skills. You learn how the companies run. You learn how they advertise. You learn how they manage. You learn how they decide who to hire, who to fire, which type of people to bring in, which type of people to promote. Because otherwise, if you just start a business from scratch, you have to figure all that shit out on your own. So the idea is to go work for the best. That was one of the reasons why I worked when I was working in the construction industry. I worked for three different general contractors. I started out with a small, relatively unknown company. I worked for them for a couple of years, got some experience, developed my skills, developed my personal value proposition. 
and I was able to sell myself to the second company who was much bigger, did bigger projects, did development work, did the kinds of things that I wanted to do. And for my third and final company, I went to work for the largest builder in the world. And I did that. I started out with a small company, went to a medium-sized company, and then I went to a large company working on a $150 million job. That's the idea is to follow that path. And by the time I left there, I could build anything from a small little house to a 200-story skyscraper if I wanted to or a football stadium. I learned how to build that kind of stuff. I learned how to manage that. Learned how to staff it. And that's just another set of skills that I have. And so and I still use those in real estate because I love to renovate houses. I love renovating office buildings. And that's something I'll do the rest of my life because of skills I developed when I was younger. Never get so lazy that you stop looking to better yourself, your skills, your body, your peer group, your experiences, or your knowledge. Remember, the six human needs, one of our human needs, human need number five is spiritual growth. Growing as a person, growing as a human being. If you're not growing and getting better and improving your skills and expanding your knowledge base, you're going to feel like something is missing from your life. You're going to feel like you're not banging on all cylinders. So I've also got some great quotes from like this one's from Warren Buffett who again is the richest investor in the world. He says the more you learn, the more you earn. Very simple but very powerful. This is one of my favorite ones from Henry Ford. You've heard me say this before if you've been watching me for a while. Wealth like happiness is never attained when sought after directly. It comes as a byproduct of providing a useful service. What did Henry Ford do? He became a person of value. He built a valuable company that provided a useful product and service, i.e. cars. He, he was the first one to come up with a mass assembly line for cars. He saw an opportunity and he hired the people and he built his vision into one of the greatest companies the world has ever seen. And this is one of my favorite quotes from Maya Angelou and I've used this one before as well. And it, This is the kind of thing you always want to be thinking about. You can only become truly accomplished in something you love. Don't make money your goal. Instead, pursue the things you love doing and then do them so well that people can't take their eyes off of you. And I got one final quote. Quote, I think this one was from Derek Rose, the basketball player who played for the Bulls up until this season and now he's playing for the New York Knicks and Phil Jackson, who's now the GM of the Knicks. So that should be interesting. And he says, you have one job and that is to get better. There's an acronym that Tony Robbins has I learned in my early 20s. It's called CANI, C-A-N-I. And it stands for constant and never-ending improvement and that is something that I've committed myself to personally and I've been focusing on my whole entire life. I'm always trying to get better. I'm always trying to learn new things. I'm always trying to get more efficient in life and in business and those things obviously I shared them with you. 
So if you haven't gotten a copy of my book yet, the audio book version is available on iTunes. And it's also available for free if you sign up for an audible.com membership. Really great plan. And if you're, especially if you're an avid book reader, I highly recommend the Audible program that they have because you basically get a free book every month, free audio book, which is a lot cheaper than the prices that are listed at. Plus, they give you a 30% discount on any other book. So if you're a really voracious reader and you want to read or listen to two or three different audio books a month, it's a great plan for those of you that are maybe just starting out on your lifelong journey of learning because you can never stop growing, you can never stop evolving. There's always another level of mastery that you can get to and I will talk to you soon.